All right, going hot. What's up, guys? I'm James O'Neill. You're here with O'Neill Ops, and this is the Predator Hunter Podcast. This is a place where we break it down. We go into detail with the equipment that we use and how we use that equipment application specific. We have Keith. We have John. Both of those guys have uh, been with on this particular podcast that we're going to be talking about, the information that we're going to be covering. They've both been there on multiple sets here and uh, have been part of the the YouTube videos that we posted up. So today what we're going to be talking about is how many sets can you make in a certain area over a given time? You know, a lot of guys, oh, it's it's a really redundant question over and over and over on a lot of the forums that you hear it. Uh, there, you know, how, how often can you you call it one spot and then come back to that same spot? And of course, there's so many variables, obviously, with everything, whether it's, it's the train, the food supply, the numbers, obviously, it's just, there's a lot of different things, but we've been out quite a bit. And the particular situation that, that I want to go over today is, well, we're not going to tell anybody where it is, but we did three YouTube videos last year, a double another double, and then a triple, all within about three weeks. It was less than a month time. And I could go back. And the first two were within consecutive weekends. Yeah. I was going to say, I can go back and look at the time, you know, the timestamp on, yeah. on the files, on the, on the video file. But it, it was, it was sooner, sooner than a month. It was closer together than a month. I would say probably close to three weeks. Right. And the first set, I don't remember what you were doing, Keith, but it was John and I. And we went up in there. I mean, it was, it's, it's in a, a really unique, I don't want to say it is unique. It is unique. It's a really cool spot where this rancher lives down almost right beside a meadow. There's a meadow to the West side of him. And then you go East of him and it still is a continuous meadow for till the foothills of those Hills. And then it gets up into some Rocky train with Ponderosas up on the top. And then if you keep going East, you're looking at, I think we were talking about it the other night, man. We're seven, eight miles before you hit another homestead, another house. Right, yeah. Another dwelling where even, somebody... Even before you hit where anybody else can really get to, you know, as far as a vehicle or anything like that. You're, you're talking four-wheeler, UTV, yep. uh, a dirt bike. That's about the only... And there's some fire trails up in some areas, but it's just no man's land. Right. So what's happening is... Uh, I mean, obviously nobody's bothering, but th this rancher is what he is. He's primarily a rancher. He goes in and, and has all of his cattle when he calves right beside his house, which is at the base of those, it's at the foothills of that whole, I would call it like a range of hills. It, it's what it is. Yeah. And they kind just, of the start of the pines, we call it. Yep. And 
they just infiltrate. It's like water, man. They come out of, they just drain out of those. We've watched it. We've, we're watching it and we'll go into it, right? We'll go into it after we touch base on the daytime kills that we got is, and go into what we're doing right now. But a lot of guys, I think I was in the beginning, I don't want to say afraid, but maybe deterred, maybe, you know, concerned with going into one spot and then calling and then hitting that spot up relatively soon and not being successful. And then when you film, you really second guess it because you're like, Hey man, are we wasting our time doing it? And I think what would have, well, probably ease your mind a little bit. Every time we called there, nothing ever got away. As far as we didn't call three or four in and one or two got away. Every time we called there, it died. I mean, I'm not saying a deck measuring contest or anything, but it's seriously literally what happened. Yeah. Shooter, shooter, freaking shot cleanup every time. Right. And, and I think that part of that played, I mean, it was, I mean, part of that was because we were calling in the dominant coyotes of that area. Right. And I'm just saying we might've been more apt to not go back in so soon as far as, yes, you know what I mean? If yep. two coyotes got away or two coyotes held up or anything like that. Exactly. You know, that's exactly right. So that then, so you, it is kind of like a perfect storm. If you look at it, if you go in and like what you're saying, you kill them. You're successful. You, yep. as far as what we could see, right in that in right. that scenario, we killed what we saw. Right, and then we kind of discreetly got the hell out, and then we came back and we did it again. So anyway, I, what I what I should do, what I need to do, is at the end of this podcast, uh, put video links on the YouTube channel when I upload this to YouTube, not not Anchor, Spotify, or iTunes, whatever. Obviously, that won't work, but on YouTube, put the links and the, the the videos up of all three of those that happened last year. So well, let's just run you through it. The first set, I don't remember what you were doing, but it was John and I. Yep. And we walked in, we parked. I mean, like I said, it's, it's a draw. There's draws just coming out of these hills. And we probably drove, I would say, as the crow flies, 800 yards, a good half of a mile from where his house is. We got out, we unpacked, and we probably walked another half of a mile in. And when you get back in there, you, you cross the first ridge line. And if we can kind of paint a visual picture, uh, we, we, we were so discreet, so, so covered and so concealed getting in because of the tree line. We just hugged that tree line. We stayed inside those trees. And then we made a set right on the edge of them. And it cleared open. You know, the, the, the clearing was a, a draw, a big draw that went north with a whole bunch of little finger draws coming in from the east yep. and the southeast yep. and the northeast. And we set up real discreet, real quick. And we had a pair of coyotes, dominant coyotes respond. This was granted, guys, a little bit later on in the season after a lot of the calling contests, you know, more along the lines of the breeding type. Probably January, February type stuff. Just I, I, I don't remember what month, but yeah. You're right in there. You're right in there. That's about exactly when it was. And they were, you could tell they were dominant. They were a dominant pair and we called them in and John smashed a double. Awesome footage. You know, we killed the first lead male and then and they came the female from, back. they came from the Northeast. Okay. Way over in the Northeast. Yep. And I'm like, dude, Keith, man, we got to go back to that spot because it's just, it is, it, as the terrain laid as, is how open it was with nothing around there. We just need to go back. I mean, we killed two. There's got to be more coyotes in there. And I think a lot of that, the cinematography had a lot to do with it where you're absolutely, coming, you know, you're the editor and do all that. You see that kind of thing. And it's like, man, even if you get 
one or two coyotes to come in, the, the, the work you can do with a, a video, you know, it's like we got unlimited. We got to go back there. And so then you and I went back and if, and, uh, and from where John and I sat in that very first set where you and I set up, you and I, it t- if, if I were to go back and look at your and my set, it was, it was, that was, we were in the open. There was no cover. We had some snow cover, yep. but we dug little holes. You were proned out. Yep. I was kind of hunkered down right beside you and we were skylined, but we were in our overwhites and once again, and if you drew a straight line from point A where John and I set up a week before to point B where you and I were setting up right now, not even a quarter of a mile, right. three, three, maybe 200 we yards. We were on the next big draw to the west and if you, on the second set where you and I set up compared to where you and John set up. Exactly. We were on the next big draw using it as a funnel to the west of where you guys set up. Exactly. Yep. And if you drew a hole, if you shot a line straight through the hill to where we sat, yep. it would be probably maybe even under 200 yards. Okay. And we called them in and it was the same thing, right? Yeah. They came from the east. The, the, you know, it, we're, did both. Of, they would have came right across where you and John called. Straight in front of us almost. Yes. Yep, yep. Yep. And and you just crushed both of those. Oh. They came in. And on they a came rope. from. Gosh, a long ways away. Yeah, three quarters of a mile, probably. Same thing with John's. Yep. A long ways away, they came and you just we just held tight and worked them. Yep, smashed them out. And then, I mean, we we of course got a little bit of B roll, real quick. And then we got out. We never saw anything else. We never heard anything else. But we knew, obviously, just just like we said, if if you kind of put two and two together and go, hey man, there's cows down here. You have a huge area vast area of nothing right that nobody bothers ever other than deer and elk season right. and this guy's cabin you can place a pretty big bet that there's going to be a lot of coyotes just living up here and i think what helped a lot there too is you we seen the coyotes early in the set so you didn't hammer the call you know easy easy you know a little bit here and there just to make sure they're still coming or what have you but didn't hammer the call didn't rip anything out exactly didn't get overly aggressive and rip it so loud that everything within yeah. two or three and less kind of covered that. That's just right. something that, you know, if you, if you do it enough, you, you kind of know to do it. Yeah. And then we smashed them done. Well then, and that was just you and I, John wasn't there on that set. Yep. Right. Then once again, the third one was kind of a little different scenario. Not really, but kind of, I mean, we, we heard the coyotes, I think, didn't we hear the coyotes? Did we, did we, and I then think we, we might've howled. No, no, you're right. You're we right. We heard them and then kind of made a, made a move on them as far as where we sat up. And we set up what, another three, 300 yards to the north from where your set was? From where the second set was. Yep. Yep. It walked right, right past to where, where, and I don't know if we would have set up in the same spot as we did the last time. Probably not, but we kind of made a play on them for say. Because we knew where they were. Right. That was a huge that was a huge asset for right. them to rip off right. and for us to kind of key in and go, Hey man, we, we heard them. It was kind of breezy. Yeah. And we, we, so it might've been snowing a little bit. Yeah. I think yeah. it, I think, not. I think there, but I mean that, that was, it was breezy. So it was hard to really get an educated guess on how far they were because right. it's tough in that right. way. I mean, right. it always seems like they're either further than they are or or when they rip off you look at them and like man that sounds like a long ways away but they're closer it just yeah. depends on yeah. the atmospherics of it yeah but when we walked down that on the edge of that jaw we got set up well, so we set up once and then i think we because john was down below with the shotgun yeah. yep yeah I we think moved we, we 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 picked up and moved 
Okay. If I remember right. I don't remember. I don't remember I that. I know we glassed, and I know we seen them or found them glassing before we even played anything else. After we initially heard them, I believe. We looked way up, and there was a prairie dog town. Yep. And we could see them. And remember, we first seen them by that windmill. Yep, which was a long ways away. That was a long ways away. Yeah, and I think, unless John just, unless we just moved John, I thought we set up and then we moved no, again. No, we moved because, gosh, I got set up. And then right when I got set up, I looked back at you guys and you were walking or waving at me or something. Yeah. Not I waving, but. Because I think we moved in on them a little bit closer. Regardless. But anyways. It, it was just something that it, it, when we, when we did it, it, yeah, it might have been just for, for filming wise, you know, it might have been, we might have moved just to get better footage. And that was a tough, that was a regardless where we were. You did good on the camera because I was shooting. I don't even, I mean, yeah. I, like I said, I don't care if I shoot or film. It's, it's, I, I get just as much of a rush filming and knowing, you know, just trying to get some cool footage. But, uh, John, so what we did once again, to paint a visual, uh, we were facing straight North. And you got to have a good wind, obviously. I mean, pr primarily a, a northeast wind for all these sets is probably the best. Anything, Easterly, northwest, anything, or northeast, sorry. Anything north, though, we can make a play with. And, you can make it work. Yep. And if something comes from the south, you're, but, but you're not banking on that yeah. anyway. So, so the, 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 the farm, the, the guy's ranch was to our south. Yep. So, yep. And this is one of those things too. If you just kind of pay attention, they were over on a prairie dog town. If, if, if those prairie dog, which towns happens are, a lot, they're hot spots, man. If, you, if if there's a low spot that's a prairie dog town and you can get in, most of the time, ninety nine percent of the time, there are coyotes really close to that, really close. So we set up, and John probably sat what a hundred and at least a hundred yards down to our northwest. It was basically the mouth of a draw yep. that kind of split. It kind of forked. I think one draw kind of went off to the east, the northeast, yep. and the big main draw that yep. went to them went to the north. I sat right on, right on the tip of a Y. Which yep. was going to suck ass for footage. It it, we, he would have killed them right down below. And which the, John didn't care. He was going to murder. Yeah. But you know what yeah. was awesome which, was watching that coyote pop up 50 yards away, and then all of a sudden, poof. Yeah. And you freaking smoke him without me even knowing it. But it, that... That actually, the kill shots on that video weren't very good because there was the first one they were, wasn't they were vitals. I mean, and it would not because yeah. of video, because of me. They yeah. were vital shots, and it was windy, and they were not making excuses for miss for bad shot placement, but they were vital shots, and they bled out. And we like to see them lock up, do yeah. a smiley yeah. tip over, sit on their ass, whatever. But it was three dead coyotes before they knew that they were dead. And the first coyote I think did drop like a hammer. I, I don't. And I it was almost look. got below us. So I don't think you shot the first coyote. You shot the last coyote. Yep. You got them all Because the first one, the first one or two got below me as far as the camera angle. Came in too hot. Remember? Circling that call that we set down. Yeah. But it was. It, it, and, it, and that's just it. You, I mean, I said, I, I might have said something as far as the, the first two or two lower. Two are, it came in too So you instantly went to the third one and shot the last coyote because it was on film. You know, and that's where it pays to be on the same page. Right. And we were, you and I could almost, you know, we could talk without them hearing us. Yeah. That for the wind distance was pretty good actually too. I mean, it was kind of a breezy day. So yeah, we were, we didn't argue, but we, the whole, after we started picking them all up, <laughs> like, Hey dude, was that the first one yeah. or the second one or the third one? But, uh, regardless, all three of them died. All three of them came in, all three of them died. And we killed seven coyotes there within, in this, within a, a 400 Probably more like a 300 yard. Yeah, it'd be more like a quarter mile radius yeah, of our sense. A little farther north, but 
but it was so damn close that that goes to show you, you know, it all depends on now. If you, if there's a lot of spots where we'll go and call that we'll only hit up once, right? You know, you're like, dude, I just don't like and that who's spot. To say or, we couldn't have went back there later that year yep. and did the same thing. Probably could. We didn't, we didn't even go try, but you, know? it, it, you, you, yeah. Who knows? So many spots to go that it's yeah. just, yep. well, and then you transition to the, <clears throat> the night thing where you, instead of during breeding season, Hey, do we go back and hit that spot up again during the day? Or do we just go murder at night? A lot of times it's just easier to just do the transition and go kill at night. Right. So anyway, with the rundown of that, three weeks, give or take, all not, I mean, yeah, yeah, each one of those sets, if I go back and listen to what was played and what we used, a little bit of hand call, a little bit of e-call, everything was, there was some different sounds being played there. Did they have to be? Who knows? Probably, maybe, maybe not. It worked. It worked, exactly, and they and we got them. So it all depends on, man, what, what you can do, what your location is on, on how often you can make a set in a given time frame. But that's just something that, that we, and it was Keith's idea, hey, dude, you know, we could do a whole podcast on this. Absolutely we can because now, is there, I mean, is there anything that you think from John's double, your double, to my triple, all in that area that a guy could touch base on? anymore anything. I would probably say that I almost guarantee you or we were probably the only ones to call there that year I don't think the rancher probably did you know just just knowing the rancher he might have shot at one out of the tractor window sure, sure. but and th- that. that's true that's I'm, true I'm, so I'm you're not I'm not gonna say that we're gonna go kill two coyotes in a, another certain area and then maybe think somebody else is called there and go there again but we have so many places to call. It's like you said, and then we switch to night, so it's not something we really have to have to do. But that's a good point. But who's to say it wouldn't work? You know, the, and and I think, and that's another thing too. We've done it a lot of times where you go in there and they're like, "Hey, man, you know how'd you do? Well, we killed three, and then guess what? You're like, oh, well, I can do that." Yeah. And then that goes right back to what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. who's to say that they didn't go in? And, and it happens quite often, quite often. So a lot of times, you know, you, those guys want to hear your success. They want to know how you're doing and they want to know that you're doing good for them. So I know, I think maybe this guy, that guy's hired hand last year, he, he saw us pulling shit out yeah. and he might've went yeah. in and tried to do, I don't know. Anyway, regardless, the thing is, is when you transition to night most guys don't have the equipment that we can get our hands on. So, and it's not, like you said, it's not a chest beating or dick measuring contest. It's, hey, man, uh, we got some pretty good stuff to use. And if you know how to use it, you can do shit that most people can't do. And we're going to tell you right now what's going on in and the same spot. And when you switch tonight, if you've called that spot twice that year during the day and switching tonight, I, I consider it that nobody's called there. Exactly. You raise no. the board. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole yeah. new ball game. You can yep. get you can especially if they if if we haven't been in there at night, I it's for sure a virgin area. Yep. You know. Yep, exactly. So now now we're at we're at twenty minutes talking about a high pressure well, not even not high pressure area, but a, a high, high, high success rate in a high volume of sets in a very short amount of time. Now this year. You raised the board from last year and it's come to this year. 
Same place. Same place. That we didn't call one time. Nope. Never hit it up. During the day. During the day. Reason. <laughs> well, we we were dude, we once again, we, we did awful okay. good during the day. We did go there and the wind was wrong. Every time it switched off. It was Twice. light and it was yep. light and variable. Two, two and different you, times. Yep. And for the success we had last year, we weren't gonna walk in and on a on a shit wind and guess and wreck it. So we didn't even call there. We just we when we were walking out, I'm like, you know what? I go, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna get in my in my bag and just get the hand call and just rip a howl off and just because yeah. this is yeah, you know, we there's that we weren't hearing anything and it was just 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 to hear, just to see what the hell's around. Yep. Ripped one off, ripped one off, and yep. within I'm like, yeah, there's nothing, nothing, nothing. All, all of a sudden, way far west. Yeah, way right out of the far trees west. At his house. Well, yeah, but remember, they were okay. way far west. Yep, and yep. then all of a sudden, boom, 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 yep. right below us. And I'm like, okay. And we drove right by. Right by him. Had to stop and open a gate 100 yards from it. And there was, I would say, at least, there was at least three coyotes in there. I was going to say three. And, you know, of course, guys, two coyotes sound like a lot, but you can tell if there's three or a little bit more once in a while. But anyway, so we got out of there. And the fella called me probably, I don't know, it was, well, he, he called us just recently within a couple of weeks because he was really, really concerned. And he, he's a good dude. I mean, he'll let us, he, he'll let us, he trusts us. He knows what we can do. We're, we're good friends. And he's like, Hey James, I had the, I had the state trapper come over, but you know, I mean, what, what are they, what are they going to do here? I'm Kevin. This is my Kevin lot. What's he going to set snares up in a place where you can't set snares? Really? You're going to set foothold somewhere where you can't really set footholds. Baby calves running around. And it's, it's a, I mean, in, like you said, as the terrain sits, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a perfect place, but it's a, a shit show place for a certain kind of, you know, like trapping, yep. trapping. Yep. It's a tough deal because he's got dogs, he's got calves, he's got cattle. Anyway, we're like, man, this is, this is play it almost like we do during the day, but at night and not go up into the hills. So I told him, I'm like, hey, he goes, hey, he called and he knew we were in the middle of cabin, right? In the middle of cabin, most of the time I'm up anyway, I'm, I'm checking it too. Keith closes his store at midnight or 10 or 11 or whatever. So we're, we're going to go how, however late it, we're already there. So anyway, he goes, I don't even know. He goes, James, I don't know. Can you do this? Is it, are, are you too big? I'm like, Dean, we'll freaking come help you. I mean, we'll, we'll come over and help you out. Yeah. So we get up and the first thing we do is we're driving. We got our helmet mounted rigs on and we black out. Keith's Raptor, you got a blackout mode, everything. I mean, you can open the doors, the, the ambers don't come on, nothing. We creep up and he's like, he, he fills us in on all this information first, right? He goes, hey, I got a bait pile here. These, these effers. And when he says, I got a problem, I mean, we're, we're always skeptical. We're like, oh, he's seen a couple of coyotes or he had a baby calf die and the coyotes ate it. I mean, they say, everybody says they're getting my calves. I'm always skeptical yeah, of maybe that. Maybe they are, but you know, it's like, I don't know. So go ahead. <laughs> That's you're right. You're right though. That's good to say that. Yeah. And and he was he was concerned. He's like, Well, I got a dead heifer, I got a dead heifer here that prolapsed, and then you know, I got a couple of calves here that they're eating that they ate. And he goes, James, these are weak old calves, man. These are calves that they are strong calves and they should not be dying. And I'm driving out here and there's five coyotes running off. I'm like, geez. He goes, Well, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. You know, I couldn't see. I, I drove up there and I saw something moving and then Man, I drove and I couldn't find nothing. I pop up over the next ridge and I, I know I saw three or four or five. And I'm like, I, that's not definitely not out of the ordinary. No. Well, we go over there 
And he, he tells us exactly where the bait pile is. We're blacked out, right, in, in a black raptor. No, no lights on inside. And we are 500 yards, at least four, 400, 500 yards from where we're on the road, on a main drive-by road, a main county road to the east of us, 400 yards is 400, 500 yards. I would say probably five. The house in the ranch itself is kind of in between the road and the bait pile. I would say, yeah, four or five. I'd, probably yeah, pretty yeah, close. Yeah. Probably and, not five, huh? I would say probably not five. Yeah. But Anyway, we're, we, regardless, right? We're blacked out. We've got thermals. We're looking out the window, and there's coyotes out there. I don't know how many, but there's coyotes around the dead pile. And as soon as we – no – one click back or one click up from drive straight into neutral so there's no brake lights, no nothing, coast into a stop. No, nothing visible. And we've never hunted these at night at all. Nope, nothing. Ever, ever. And as soon as we do it, we sit there for a minute. They start running. And it had to, 100% it was from us. Granted, there was some moon. It wasn't a pitch, pitch black night. There was a little bit of moon. But they ran. They took off running from us, and we're like, that's, that's a problem in itself right there. Yeah. That's a problem in itself because when they're doing that shit at night, you got, a, you got some coyotes that have been had somewhere along the line. And we hadn't, like you said, during the day we weren't over there. At night we weren't over there. What the hell is going on? So then it gets crazy, man. Then we start driving. We keep on going, keep on going north, keep on scanning, and – He's got all of his cows and calves, and here's a coyote, here's a coyote, here's a coyote, here's a coyote, here's a coyote. Not even kidding. Here's another coyote. Oh, here comes two. Here comes three. When we were standing there along the trees, and I scanned with my, I didn't even have my, it was just my helmet. And I scanned, and I counted 18 coyotes, and I know there was, there was not a, du a duplicate. And <laughs> this is, <laughs> this and is a bad deal for him. Said, yeah, he's got a. He's got issues. <laughs> a problem. Well, you went mobile on one. Yeah, I'm me like, and, screw this, dude. Me and just... John turned around and, and went back behind the trees. You went I, mobile on one, and I, I went, took yeah. off. And, and then I killed. You were going to shoot the one until I killed mine. I was lip squeaking one on, you know, on the west side. Or the, yeah, the west side of the road. And you're on the other side of the big pine tree draw or the pine tree grove and, and shot one. And I, they, were, they were everywhere. And then James lip squeaks one in. Through a gate at 50 yards, and what? Did you dry fire at him? Yeah. Well, the, well, we'll get there. We'll get there to that spot. That's it. That, so anyway, so anyway, we're a lot of times in these situations where, you know, and we're kind of going from what we were going to talk about, how often you can make sets in, you know, in a, in a certain time frame to it's the same area. Now let's go to killing in a small amount of time in the same area. Okay. Because it's the same. I mean, this is a, this is, this turns into a, uh, you know, kind of a, I don't know. A, it's a delicate situation in multiple ways and I'll explain it. So the fella wanted to get the state to come in and help, you know, Hey man, what you know? Well, for us trapping or flying, you know, I mean, flying is, it, it, it's a really good way to kill them, but I, we've, I've had a, a a neighbor here that won't let him do it. He's got another neighbor that goes, that borders him, and they flew over, and they spooked the hell out of this guy's cattle, and he said, absolutely not. Do not do that again. Well, then you get you get issues, all right? 
So, and, and it's like that up there where we are. There's neighbors that literally are, are bordering this fella that has had the state fly over and spook cattle through a fence. And I mean, they were all bunched up, herded up because of a snowstorm, pushed them through a fence, broke calves legs, killed a couple calves just because they spooked. So there's a, there's a delicate fine line there. And if, if, if we're only, you know, a half, half an hour away for us and we can get in, we're going to do it. We're going to go in and do some work. Well, anyway, a lot of times in this particular spot, where he couldn't get anybody to help. I'm like, absolutely, dude. We go in. If you just sit back on that road and look, like you said, getting mobile, a lot of times you just got to go out there and sit, and yep. they will come in front of you. Yep. A call shy coyote, you just, you, you, it's an ambush situation. You sit there in the dark, whether you sit there for a half an hour, whether you sit there for three hours. Eventually something out there, 100%, will, will come in front of you. Just because he has cattle scattered out, there's little baby calves laying all over. There's afterbirth. There's high potency calf shit. And as much as you can't pattern a coyote, I don't think you, you watch them at night and you can kind of get a good idea of where the majority of them are going. Yeah, they're going from and here to here, coming yes. from coming from get here. Within 200 yards of that and lay there, they're going to come by you, dude. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. And if one doesn't come by you, he'll come by you whether he's out of range or another one will come by you close enough. Yep. You're exactly right. And at night, a little lip squeak with your with your lips. You know, anything? A lot of times we'll seal the deal. Yep. A lot of times. So anyway, I'd say we killed, well, we've killed over 10 there in the past four nights. The past four consecutive nights that we've been over there, we killed, we've killed 10. And and we're not, we're not bragging, but we're just telling you kind of how we do it. So a lot of, a few of the times we went mobile and then. We started paying attention. We're like, you know what, man? What the hell is going on here? There, we're seeing coyotes over on the north half of his cabin pasture, but they're all going to the south. They're almost just passing right through these cattle and not stopping, not nitpicking, not picking up, you know, afterbirth to eat. They're going to this certain spot. Yeah, they're 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 on a mission. You they're- can see it. Like that's said, where they're that's, not weaving in and out of the cows looking for afterbirth they're or nothing. Going. They're they're on a mission. And that's where I said, you know what we need to do? We just need to go to the east end of a stackyard and just sit there because they're yep. going boom, just like yep. this. And we've witnessed this a couple times. Coyotes going from one spot to another, one spot to another. They're they're getting shit and going and burying it or whatever they're doing. Multiple times. Well, before we actually found out what the hell was going on, uh, this rancher had a couple dead calves. Remember on, and, and yeah. they, they were to the north end, and he kind of set them up for us. They he, were a little. He, he, he thought. I mean, as far as it, it put us within range, but not, not a sealed a deal range. Right. You're yeah. looking. You're talking 300 yards at night, and we're proned out on tripods. And with this moon the way it is, it's not something we could sneak in on them. You know, and you know a coyote man, they're gonna hold still. You you could bark at them, and they'll just. I mean, sure, maybe they might lift their head up, but you have to worry about. You got cattle around here. There's a little tiny draw right over the edge of where they were, where he set these dead calves up that they were eating. So it wasn't a real, a, a real seal the deal spot. But what we did was we lip squeaked a couple right there and killed a couple. And then once we started getting over there, and what happened was they just smashed those calves. They it, within within a night those calves were gone because he told us he said, "Hey man, I went over to that to those calves and and they're they're just gone. There's bones." Then we kind of started keying in on their movement, what they were doing. And this is where it kind of gets 
I mean, it, it doesn't get super crazy, but it gets freaking pretty cool. It, not for not for the rancher, but so what we ended up doing, I just called him and I had to actually set a, set a rifle up and a scope for him. And he's like, "Hey, man, you know, just come in whenever you want." Uh, I, I've got, I've, you know, I, I do some little bit of gun work shit for guys, and he had a seventeen with the scope that was all really junked out. So I got him a scope, mounted it, zeroed it, whatever. Was gonna take it over. And he said, hey, I don't care. I I just asked him just to verify how late he was going to allow us to come in. He goes, I don't care, James. You guys come in here as late as you want. Come to find out he didn't know we were there. Yeah, he didn't know. He's like, hey, did you guys come over here? I see a couple dead coyotes. I'm like, hey, man, you want us to pick them up? And he's like, nah, don't worry about it. Well, anyway, so what we ended up doing is that's why I called him because he said, Hey, you know, I got your money for you. It's in a check on the dash of this pickup. Just stop in front of my house whenever you want, drop the gun off, pick it up. Well, we ended up doing it the other night at like three in the morning. And I just wanted to make sure he wasn't going to shoot us. You know, I'm like, Hey man, we're going to be coming in. It it might be 10 o'clock. It might be three o'clock. I don't know. So if you hear something, your dog starts barking, just know it's us. Don't, don't, don't come. And he's, don't worry about it. I, I got you. I go, it will be us. And I'll text you the nights we're coming over. So that's what I did. I texted him. We stayed in touch. Well, what we started doing is just keep kept on driving past his house. And there was <laughs> enough coyotes to be able to see a little pack running around, you know, three, four, five, six, swarming around, whatever. So what we decided to do is pull right into his house, lights off. We got the PVS 14 down, looking through the glass. The only thing that could probably do is hear us. And we'd pull right up into his barn. Literally, he had he had a baler in there. He's got two doors open. We pull right into his barn. Kill the truck. Get out. There's already shit moving from any kind of wind. The doors are kind of creaking, kind of banging. The gates are kind of rattling around out there in his crells. His horses are freaking snorting and stomping and shit. Horses are idiots. <laughs> they kind of they kind of they didn't they dicked us once on a really cool really cool set that would have been Anyway, we go right through this barn, just pitch black, drop the PVS-14 on, put the IR on, go through, unlock the door, slide it open real careful, peek your head through, and there it is, to the east. You can see everything from the southeast all the way to a little cedar tree grove that's almost you know east-northeast. Bait pile, everything. And all of a sudden, like, dude, there's a coyote, there's a coyote, there's a coyote, there's a coyote. And they're all within a little window. They're all within... A little angle. Well, three or four of them would be like kind of on that hill together, you know, moving around around or whatever. And there would be five or six or eight or 10 laying, you know, 400 yards out there laying around. You could just see their heat signature. Well, we didn't know what the hell was going on for probably the first two nights, right? Yeah. We go in and and it was John and I, you, you, what happened? What the hell was, you sat back the first night you sat back. You weren't out of rounds. What the hell? Your battery went down. No, no, mine no. went down as soon as we got in. You and yeah, I got but you, set up Keith, you stayed back to the behind the gate. Oh, I I didn't even take my gun because there was only one coyote. Oh, okay, that, that, yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that that was close. Yep, and okay. I went in with you just to film. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I just stood there and watched. And there was, and we only saw really there was two of them. There well, there was a few of them, but one of them only stuck around. And, and it was on a bait pile there. Well, then, you, like he said, you know, you could see little dots out there 300 yards away or a couple of them messing around, frolicking, yep. whatever. Yep. Well, we get down, 
we get the bipod or the tripods down. It was a pretty still night that night and the moon was kind of coming on. It's kind of a not, it's kind of a not a real coveted night to hunt because they can see really good. They can hear really good. No wind to mask any kind of dick up on our end. And that's why I stayed back. I mean, I was <laughs> no reason. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, exactly. So we go down and I get set up and start lip squeaking within the first little that he was freaking kinked out and coming in. There's a little gate right in front of us, a little bit to the south, southeast, probably, probably 40 yards away, probably about 40 yards away. He comes right down there and I've got my freaking selector switch on full auto. I mean, no, I was ready to, I was ready to go recording with the Rico and he comes up to that gate and starts kinking down. Which, right. how far was the gate you said? Probably 40 yards. Okay. Yeah. I would say yeah. maybe, maybe 40 yards from where you were, maybe 30 <laughs> from, I don't know. Anyway. Oh Yeah. He was close enough, yeah. close enough to see his eyes blinking, man, with that yeah. Rico. And I slowly squeeze it off, and all of a sudden, click, dude. I'm like, what in the fuck? What? I just reloaded these. I just made these yeah, rounds Yeah, you and hot. Rush reloaded them because you, you know wanted what to ver- verify zero. I, Your round and I was did. in my wrap De- in town was, that day, that evening. Yeah, exactly. There, And I, you know what happened? Fucking, I didn't pay attention, and Rush was gassing them up. And freaking, oh, here comes a freaking brass and I'm seating and I don't look in. Guarantee it was an empty charge. 100%. There was no powder in it because we're sitting there when we get done. I'm like, start shaking it. Nothing's happening. Like, yeah, it's empty, dude. 100%. That's what happened. Well, I'm not going to check. Anyway, long story short, I'm like, I'm, we're fucked. And you're I'm ba- fucked. Your yeah. battery was dead. And my battery was dead. And I'm like, all right, I got one more round in my mag, I think. I Because I, I left the other ones in my pocket. I'm not going to need freaking, I'm lucky I only... I'm lucky I put another one in instead this, of just it. And this coyote's coming into you. Yeah, well, he's was, coming he's in. Coming into a mouse. I was 20 yards north of you, and as soon as I heard that, I started. You lip heard squeaking. the fight. You heard. Oh yeah. Okay. I started gotcha. lip squeaking, so he'd look at me, and I could hear you jacking another round in there as quiet as you could. Quiet. And dude. I could I had still my, hear it. I had my finger, my hand <laughs> kinked around the bolt, holding the other round down, and guiding it just just super quiet, and then just slowly pushing that, taking the round out, and putting it in my pocket. Open it wasn't gonna freaking fire off sometime, and then seated the other. And by then, this coyote he 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 was I don't want to say he was stupid. He just didn't know. Oh, he we, was stupid. We were in the shadows though. I mean, he, he the thing is is like we said at the beginning of this. There's so much little noises that are made in this area. If yeah, they the don't smell you, the, the doors, anything. And we were sitting right in this guy's corrals, in tucked up right behind like a a, a railroad tie. Right, so the, there was a shadow cast on us. We were we were legit concealed, and I just slowly moved it. And he he's he had enough, you know. He I, he would have came closer if if I, you didn't do that exactly. So he he knew something was up. He just kind of turned and let him do his thing, and then I just didn't freak out. Gassed one up, nailed his ass. He was probably another twenty yards. No big deal. That was about it. Well, then then we decided like, hey, this is gonna work pretty good. Let's just do it again. So we did it again. Killed a couple more, and then last night, last night was the last night was the shit that went down. I there mean, there was a lot of coyotes there. Sec, seven, eight. There was more than six. There was like eight or nine because a few of them, a few of them bolted out to the north. Remember before and, we got there, and you same could area. See that there was two alphas, you know, two whooping ass bigger coyotes running these other coyotes off, and we were thinking, well. As we were sneaking in, I kind of recorded a little well, bit. Here, here's what happened first. I, before I left, before I got a hold of you and said, "Hey, dude, let's just let's do this, man. This is fuck. It's it's a really shitty night. Yeah. The wind was blowing 
30 mile an hour gusts. Just most guys would just say, F that. This this is go to bed. Perfect. Perfect for this. The wind's blowing, shit's hammering. They can't hear nothing. The only downfall is the moon starts clearing out. And you can look without the night vision. You can yeah. roll your night vision up and you can see. I mean, you can see what the hell is going on. So you right. know what they're going right. to do. And then go for and it. We, well, we snuck down the trees this time. We got we 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 thought let's get in a little closer. And what were we? Sixty yards, maybe. Per, I bet. I bet right. In, I bet that's. And cool. and you were, you were because I took my helmet off because I was going to shoot prone. Yeah. And I was yeah. I was looking through the through the Rico and I seen one digging just dirt flying, dude. He was digging dull be hell, throwing shit up like a like, badger, dude. Gosh, James, I think there's a den here or something. Cause you, we thought we heard a little, little whine. Yeah, we thought we heard a little yip from a, from a pop or something, you know. And I'm like, Fuck, that's pretty early, but maybe, you know. And then that one was digging, so we we're just kind of putting two and two together, what have you. And like that's that that I go to me that kind of stands to reason. I mean, and there's two big, bigger, you know, alphas, you know, thinking and all these little bullshit coyotes running around fucking with them. And I thought, I'm like, dude, that's a den. There's got to be a because we'd see them go down in that hole and just be gone. They would be digging, and then they would. Go down in the hole, and then one was puking shit up, like Dude, like they were. We at were recording. We were recording it with yeah. the Rico. Yeah, yeah. Puking just gagging it yeah. up. Like yeah, like they were bringing shit in and puking it up for the pups. I yeah. mean, regurgitating it. Right. For, and so we 100 percent, even up until today, we're like, fuck, we just wrecked a den, dude. You know, I was and. James is pretty. I come in last night and I'm like, dude, I told Abby, I'm like, we just did some bad shit. Well, anyway, here's what happened. For before we go walking in and we're proned out, you got your tripod spidered down, mm -hmm. leveler and shit. And I'm like, dude, I'll leave my helmet on and I'll just, I'll just freaking sniper crawl, you know, as far as it takes to get into, you know, a, a good firing position where we've got a clear shot where there's not shit in front of us because we were shooting through two fences, man. There was a fence right here and then there was a fence right in front of them. Well, what happened in the meantime is two or three or four of those coyotes ended up cutting to the north. And I was I was a complete shit show because you're, you're proned out and your helmet's fucking kinking down on your nose. And you're trying to look through. You got everything folded up, right? And you're trying to get down. And you're looking. like You're hitting shit. And, and then all of a sudden you see one in front of you with your eyes. Yeah, it was bright enough. That close enough with your eyes. And I, I'm like, what the? F so I drop them down and I look with my, with my uh, MH25 and there's a coyote. 20 yards in front of us, right at the end of that tree grove, fucking doing this shit. Around, he was standing behind the cedar tree, fucking doing this shit. Kinking around. And he saw us playing as day, but he didn't know what we were. And I'm like, I'm going to get this on video. So I hurried up and panned my rifle around and hit record. Well, he was gone. And then I could see two or three more following. I'm like, dude, I just hope we didn't wreck this shit right now. Meantime, the wind's just hammering yeah, still. Yeah, which the wind was good as far as it was in our favor. They, the, they, there, there was no switch They in wouldn't that. have winded us at all. And it helped us for how windy it was. I mean, it helped. Up. It, we yeah. wouldn't have done it if it wouldn't have been just, like yeah, that. We wouldn't have went in that far if the wind wasn't that bad. Yep. And and I look back at you, and you're still you're you're prone out, just scoping them out in that corner. And I'm right. like, there's there's you're like, dude, there's still a bunch here. There was three of them, and they just would they'd move away and they'd come back. So I'm like, screw this shit. We've got to commit one way or the other because it was getting close. You were gonna have to leave to to go close. You're right. like, dude, yep. Jane, we got to do something. Let's do something. So we. Sniper call right up to this fence line and keys to my right, I'm to the left, and we prone out. And what happens is we're 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 watching these coyotes do what Key said, dig and throw dirt and shit like that. And what we were what we wanted to do was line two up and kill at the same time, but it, it didn't work out because they just weren't they weren't fucking holding still. So 
one went down in the hole and and that's when you said dude i think it's a den i think we heard something and we tried to wait for two of them to match up didn't happen well what happened was the the female the female came up or the sorry 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 what I think, I did, we didn't go out and verify, yeah. but you, just from the size and how they were, I think the male stayed up on top, and right when you were gonna, we were going to do the double, the female was down. And I'm like, God, oh, dude, she's down in the den. Well, I'm like, this, you're like, we got to do something, James. We got to do something. So I'm like, all right, fucking zip. The male toast. Well, done. I, I was waiting for her to bring a pup out, and I was going to shoot her. <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> fuck. And, and I'm like, and I'm like all right, dude. I, I mean, the pup. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> Two I'm like, two and one. I'm like, I don't feel, I don't feel, I don't feel bad about that. I don't feel bad about that. That that he just smoked his ass right on top of that pile. The male. Yeah, I'm like, all right, whatever. Is what we were thinking. You, you yeah. Know, who knows if it was or whatever, but just by watching him and I'm, thought it was the male. I'm like, whatever, dude. You know, I'm like, fucking whatever. This he's he's dead. This there's there's no holds barred on this shit. It's going down. Shit's dying one way or the other because this guy. Now it's even worse after we tell you. But anyway. This coyote freaking gets his ass lit up. He's toast. And about that time, that bitch fucking boom, right out of that hole, hauling ass. And I and saw she was the, the only one that stopped, I think. Probably about what, 200, not very far, 150, yeah, 150. Yeah. Just freaking dropped her ass like a shit ton of bricks. And you too. instantly said, I'm like, I think dude. I wrecked that whole den. I'm like, I'm going to have to come and back. And you know what you said? Do you think those other coyotes will take care of them, pups? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> Do you think the other coyotes will take care of the pups? Before we even got out of the tree grove, you asked me that. I'm like, maybe, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. If, if by take, don't know. Hey, let's if, come back and find out. If by take care of, you mean fucking eat. Then yeah. Probably. So, yeah, that's. It's probably better than little ice. And he, yeah. I, and and I, I'm like, all right. I, I, I kind of have a. I have a heart to an extent where I'm like, man, we. I'm gonna. Have, I'm just thinking. Last night when I'm driving home, I'm like, I'm gonna have to go back and fox talk those bitches or do something. You know, I. Yeah. I don't want to just let them starve. Well, I that's tell, what I said. Well, I guess if anybody wants any pets, we know where to find them. <laughs> <laughs> I said that, didn't I? On the way out, you said, "Well," and I'm like, dude, trying to I'm make sure it. They're joke. little enough. We could make them tame. <laughs> so anyway, I was telling Dad about it this morning when I was out going out to tag. We were getting ready to go up north and fix fence, and I was telling Dad, and he's like, "Well." They'll starve. And I'm like, <laughs> I come in here and tell Abby, I come in here and tell Abby, like, we did, I did a bad thing tonight. <laughs> what? I'm like, never mind. I did a bad thing. I kind of went to bed, kind of feeling like shit in a way. Thinking but, about those pups. And then I'm like, then I'm kind of made from like, well, we could go back and prairie dog them bastards when they start popping up. And like, that's not cool. Anyway, so then about. I had to call. I had to call the fella and tell him, "Hey, man, this is what's going down. Yep, We've, yep. We just killed ten of them, son of a bitches, and just two of them more last night." Well, he actually was. I was just getting ready to call him, and he was hauling cattle to Philip in his horse. He called me. He said, "James, I hired man, found a dead coyote right there. You know, I was kind of going out there, and dude, I had a horse that was twenty five. Well, that's what you said. I didn't you say? I think you have a den right there." Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. I said, I think you have a den about about three hundred yards straight east of your of your barn, man. I, you know, I I think that. And he's like, no, no. And I don't know why. Random coincidence. He drove out by that spot, but he goes, no. My hired man drove out there and and said that they're digging. He goes, you won't believe it. They are digging a hole that's about four foot around and about three and a half to four foot deep. I had a horse that was Which a quarter he, of a century old. He 20, raised his kids on. His, like his, all of his kids rode it. I mean, it, it was a pretty special horse to him. And he buried it, right? He buried his horse there. 
And and he goes, they're trying to dig it out. And I'm like, fuck, that makes sense. I go there. I mean, it's not out of the, all right, we're not making it like, oh, coyotes don't do this shit. Well, anyway, he buried his horse there a month, however long before. And these coyotes are going in and digging it up. And he's got a bait pile probably, I don't know, what is it, 100 yards to the south of there? Or more. Of, 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 yeah. of some fresh shit, of some stuff that is a lot fresher and, 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 and recently dead. And they're bypassing that to dig this up. And he goes, what do you think I should do? And I go, well... If you want us to keep killing them, man, just don't disturb it. And he goes, I don't want those fuckers. And he said, I don't want those fuckers eating my horse. And I'm like, hey, dude, all right, I agree 100%. And then I, James you know, was like, okay, it wasn't a dead site. Let's kill them sons of they're, bitches. Yep, they're, well, they're dead. I go, we'll kill them all. We will kill every single one of them fuckers out there. And he goes, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go bury that horse. I'm going to go bury it up. I'm going to go push that shit in. Well, there, I, I'm telling Keith, I'm like, man, there's got to be so much coyote shit, so much piss in that fence line. The scent of that, that horse is there. They're going to keep right on oh, yeah. coming back. I just bought us some time. Exactly. I, you know. what, what we're going to do tonight is after this, we're just going to zip over there and just, you know, if there's some there, well, it'll die. If they're not, then they will be there eventually. Right. And when they are, that's when we'll start doing it again. Yep. So, I mean, kind of a cool deal. I, not cool, not cool. But for us, helping him is a, is a pretty cool deal. And he's appreciative as hell. And that's what's awesome about us is instead of, like we said this before, instead of having a massive blanket killing, you know, we're, we're a plane's flying over, doing this shit, doing this shit, burning hundred whatever, thousands of dollars fuel time, blah, blah, blah. We're coming in discreet in within three days. We've already got 10 of them completely destroyed. Four days, 10. And what them. you guys need to know is we're done coyote hunting. Done. We, we, have, we, have, we haven't shot a coyote. This isn't hunting. This is, we're killing yeah, now. The only reason we're doing all this or killing these coyotes. Protecting. Yeah, is, is if a rancher calls just for exactly like this. Other, other than that, we've been done for a month. You know, yeah, there was exactly there. There was there was probably two weeks there where we had our shit shut down and never booted it up. We yep. had the Ricos down yep. and, and left the batteries in them. They booted them back up, verified zero, everything was good. Batteries are still good, and we and went we'd and killed. Been, we'd been called from a, a, another rancher that we were, you know, tending to. I guess as far as a few coyotes right there in his cabin lot, and then we were even done then and then oh yeah, other yeah, yeah. Called, over over know? it yeah 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 we we crushed i mean yeah we called him right out of his bunkhouse right out in front of his yeah. bunkhouse and killed him and then what i do is just follow up i said hey man how's it going you seeing any, any? no i'm seeing a couple but nothing enough to worry about just you know yeah. the thanks yeah a lot of times you kill them big nasty son of a bitches that they're seeing all the time the dominant ones that are just whooping ass from everything and else scared of shit yep and then you just it helps. And then you, I mean, the way I kind of explained it to him, and this is what's going to happen there next year. It's going to be yeah. kill box 3.0. Yeah. And we will, sure. it will be bad that we will kill a hundred coyotes right there. Yeah, I said that the other night. I said, we'll kill a hundred coyotes out of that. And there's no dispute about that. Yep. It will. And it's not that, Hey dude, we're good. It's, this is the right spot. And yep. we found it. It's, it's, it's another, it's another kill box location where there is tens of squares of miles, tens squares, probably more, more than that. Where there is nothing, and they will they will commit and they will freaking gravitate. Yeah, they'll, they'll immigrate. Move they'll move in. They'll exactly Just like that. That that one year, a neighbor had a deal went down and lost a few cows. And, and we call, are we counted that one day we sat on a hill? During the morning, just climbed yes. up and took our binos. And what was that, 38 coyotes from one spot that we counted? Not and kidding. And they were coming from miles, eating and then leaving in packs. And that's what will happen right here. 
That's what will. And he he's all for it. I said, hey, you know, that next year, let's do this. And like you said, get rid of some of them big bastards and fucking nasty bastards. That's what I told him. That's exactly what I said. Here's what we here's how we look at it. And if if you let us come in there, like like last night, we could have shot any one of those coyotes an hour before we decided to do what we did. But we we chilled out, we looked, and you could see them two just whooping ass. And those are the two. I'm like, well, guess what? Those are the ones we're going to kill. Now yeah. there'll be some betas. There'll be transients. There'll be little satellite bitches. And just running like around. you told him that. He said, there's still going to be coyotes there. But they're not going to be those ones that are the, the nasty, yep. calf-eating, bloodthirsty bastards. You know, these are going to be the little pussies that are just going to be, you know, picking stuff up. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be sustainable. They might be rounding around in your bales, eating mice and, you know, cleaning shit up like that. But if you let us set up a kill box. He's what the hell's that? And I'm like, <laughs> you, you bring in those bales in for in, in the, in the spring or in the, in the summer. Sorry. When you get your hay hauled in and if you would let us come over, I know everybody's particular. So I tried to, I mean, and he's a good friend, but yeah. we've known him yeah. my whole life, stayed with his son, you know, and in, in all through grade school, whatever in high school. Well, always got to pay attention because everybody has their own mindset. And I'm like, Hey, you know, if you don't care, we'd buy, we'd pile a, a little corner of your bales in the Northeast corner two tier. You know, two, two here. You put two at the bottom and one at the top so that nothing can see us. It's a barrier. You know, if you're, if you're against that, just let me know. If you're not, then, then if you don't care, I don't care what you do. I go, well, this is what'll happen. Then we'll, we'll just kill the shit out of them from November and it'll alleviate your problem during calving. Yes. Because we will like, that's what you said. We'll just cure his problem before it even starts. Yep. And that's what, that's the only, only problem with that is we're going to be shooting to the Northeast where you need, uh, it's not a, a traditional northwest wind right, with our right, regular kill right. boxes. It's more like 2.0 yeah. where we did damage there, but you have to have some kind of north. So yeah. what we're going to have to do is try to get him, and he, he'll let us. We just got to put that bait a little bit the to the north. Yep. Yeah, a yep. little bit to the north instead yep. of to the east. Yep. And we've got that tree line. I mean, it'll be, I'm excited for yeah, that. Yeah, it's just one of them deals that's it's kind of almost a fail-safe just to murder, Not, yeah, it could, it could get bad. That'll be, especially, especially when we get, you know, a Rico in John's hands and you, and maybe we can get a couple alphas in the LRF models, uh, retrofitted. It, it, all three of us having the same setup is going to be, uh, you know, on the same board, on the same page with, with the configuration, the menus, you know, it just helps. Everybody's yeah. so much easier. Hey dude, what's this button do? Hey, got a spare battery. Yeah, yeah exactly. No shit. Exactly. Yep. So that's, you know, kind of a cool, kind of a cool deal. That's kind of what we've been up to, but you know, regarding the, the, how many set, how many times you can make sets in a certain area. How do you know, unless you do it fail? Exactly. How do you know? Do it, go kill one. And if you don't, why, why should I go back there? Dude, like you've said it this year and you put it perfect. You could call a spot 10 times out of the year and only be successful once, you could just have literally shit for luck. 99% of those times, and now granted, a lot of the times those areas that, that are really coveted for coyotes, you know, a good habitat, good good source of food, a good cover, whatever, they're probably going to be there close, but it doesn't mean that there's not an, a natural route or, or, or a, you know, in a way a migration path where you just missed out on that luck. You just missed out. I mean, the same guys with hunting mountain lions. A lot of that's luck. They have to be there. If they're not there, you're not going to kill yeah, them. Yep. But but like you said, man, this is such a good spot. 
this could just be the one time out of 10 that we don't kill one. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. guess what? You're not going to know those nine other times unless you go there and do it. Yep. So don't, don't like, we just did that podcast with Les, man. He's a, such a good dude. Uh, had a lot of good feedback when he posted up his Facebook live deal here a couple days ago. And like I said, man, we give, we tip our hats to guys like that because they're killers. That's what they do. They know how to do it. They have so much wealth based on their experience to pass on to guys. And how are you ever going to know that if you don't go do it? Right. Yeah. That's what we do. We're like, I mean, I don't like being a guinea pig, but dude, when you go. I do. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll fucking cut one every day. <laughs> it, 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 with certain equipment, you know, I, yeah, I was skeptical yeah. of shit with the Ricos. I'm like, Tyler's like, wolf, dude, I don't know, man. We haven't ever ran them in 20 degrees below. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, you obviously you have South Dakota and says, I'll check it out. Exactly. And I'm like, and then it was snowing, blizzarding, and we could see right through it. And like, fuck, I don't I'll, care if the battery don't work. I'll get another battery. No shit. <laughs> and those are other than that. I mean, you just got to do it. You got to do your shit, write it down or, or have a, a photographic memory. Remember just get some alpha brain. Then you remember it. Yeah. You know what to do. But yeah. It, 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 until you fail, I mean. Maybe you can. What do you know? It. Yeah. yeah you there know? you go. There's your answer. But Alex or whatever, whoever asked yeah, how often that. he can go back to a new spot or to the same spot, try it. I mean, that's the only way you're going to know for sure. Yeah. Like we said, who's to say we couldn't have done it a fourth time? But exactly. We didn't. And, and here's the thing. You just, I mean, it, common sense, guys. Think about it, right? Think about it. You're going down the road. All right. You see a little spot. Oh, dude, I'd like to call that. Call it. Who cares? Well, you go out there. You don't see any tracks. You don't see any shit. No scat. No nothing. No mice tracks. No rabbit tracks. No rabbit shit under bushes. No nothing. What's a mouse track look like? Fucking like this, dude. Ooh. Fucking like this. I got. It. And then it's got a little little snake trail between it where their tail drags. Okay. And and then and okay, sure, you sure you look at tail? you look at all of that and you and you put it all together. There might not be a coyote there, but but. That one time, you reverse rolls, that one time out of 10, there might be one there. There might be one there passing through, and then you go back there three, four, five times, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Well, guess what? Maybe you want to scrap that spot. Now you go to another spot, looks good, looks good. There's, there's coyote shit right here. There's coyote tracks right here. There's all sorts of, hit it up. We got a spot that I know there's no coyotes there. But this dumb fucker still wants to call it once every year. I want to call it and twice I, every year. I like it, dude. I, I, here's and the thing. Just it. Here's How the, do you know that unless you call it? There could be that one time that you get I a once like, in a lifetime. I'm pouting as soon as he you want to sit in the pickup. I'll just, yeah. Because I, but it's just one of them deals. You don't know. Yeah. And, yeah. And that one time you might call a triple in. Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, you, 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 anyway, you, the, the, you, you do like a, uh, you do a, a, a little routine where you do the same thing. You, you keep hitting it up. You might be successful. You might not be. And then just remember it. You know, yeah. you just yeah. got to remember what happens, how it goes down, what kind of train it is. And eventually you put it all together. Like, like guys like Les that have done it and you know what you're doing. There's a certain yeah. route. There's a certain sequence of events that you follow that, I mean, nobody can be that lucky. You, you can't be, you can be lucky. I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. hundred percent. I would. You say a lot of times, maybe try it a different time of the day or different, you know, maybe so let's try else. it in the morning. We, we don't have any luck, you know, evening sets this place. Let's, let's try it in the morning or an afternoon. You know, you just never, you, 
You don't know. No. You don't, unless you do it. And like you said, that one spot that I don't like, I mean, I'm all about almost a cinema, cinematography. You know, I mean, if there's a spot where it's a wide open spot, man, that's a recipe for some nasty shit right. to happen on video. Right. It might not ever happen, but if it there's does, that if, if it does, it's going to be <laughs> yes. good. Yep. It's going to be good. And it might not be in the next million hit video. It might be. It, it, it might just be a random 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 hit. But to me, it's cool because, you know, we'll always be able to look at that and go, hey, dude, we called the coyote there. We got it on video. We called in five of them across there. And most of the guys are like, no, you won't. You know, it's just it's just cool stuff. Some of it's personal. Yeah. What did he say? Ask nothing. Nothing? No, nothing backwards or that's crazy shit no. going on? Hell's going on? What the hell's going on at nine nine o'clock? He turned that irrigation on when I was up there disking. He asked. Oh, gotcha. Well, that's what it is. He didn't have freaking kind of problems or nothing. It was on like fifteen percent, so I'm pretty sure it's straight north. You're pretty sure it's upside down. Yeah. Fuck. I left that tractor parked like a hundred yards right in front of the end tower. Shit. Done. Well, we know what you're doing tonight. Fuck. Hey, so what we're at, dude, that's the neighbor cool. would bring his tractor over and help us tip it back up, right? No, we just have, anyway, okay, hour of some, you know, just kind of bullshit and stuff, but if we could do 10 minutes or 15 minutes, or what do you got, dude? It's it's 10 o'clock, you got half an hour, half an hour, right, before you got to rock and roll, or 10 minutes, is there anybody that's asking something that guy wants to hit up, or should we just freaking cave it? No, I can't been, see, because I've I'm been on, answering, you can look through them if you want. I've been answering a little bit. And but I mean, like, regarding... Oh, yeah, I like talking, talking about stuff. Yeah. No, that's pretty... Yeah. It's just miserly. Yeah, yeah, just Logan telling us about coyote dens and that that mom would take care of that. I've heard otherwise. that before, too. Well, the mom... Uh, yeah. I've, I've, I've read that same deal. Well, it depends it's on if real. we go back there tonight or not. Can't read. <laughs> Yeah. I, anyway, that's cool. We'll have to just do something sometime where it's a it's a uh, uh, question and answer. But the thing is, in, yeah. you know, when we were talking with Les, he's like, you know, there's only so much shit you could talk about if you start going in circles. And it's true. I mean, how much are you going to cover on coyote hunting? That's why all of it. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're, we would seriously talk in circles. But like he said, if you've seen one of Les's videos, you've seen all of them. I didn't say that. So Les was saying, remember? Oh. Les was saying that some guys are, he was, I read oh, that one time. I, some said, guy I goes, said that. No, no. Oh, some guy okay. goes, well, if you've seen one of them, you've seen all of them. And Les is like, yeah, that's because I'm killing shit. <laughs> I'm like, that's right though, man. You, you, if you watch it, it, you, you appreciate it. And and you can talk. The thing is, is when you're doing stuff like this, you know, you, you can only create so many stories before you're just throwing shit at the wall to see if it'll stick. Honestly. How many freaking movies are out there in Hollywood that are the same shit that are just remade? A lot of them. There's like 14 Takens. Yeah, exactly. Because it's over and over. Well, it's the same thing with, with this. I mean, how often can you recreate an intro for coyotes? You know, you can create a story of a pickup going in, of guys getting out of a pickup, of guys freaking throwing some cool shit together and proning out and sitting down and some cinematography, some some freaking nasty music with some cool cinematography, make it a grab the interest. But what we try to do is broaden that spectrum. We don't just stop 
it, 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 the coyote killing part, we like to, you know, do what we're doing now. Information, try to get questions, do it a little bit different than what everybody has in the past and, and do information regarding, like I said earlier, you know, or in previous podcasts, firearms, platforms, training, techniques, little things that a lot of guys um, might overlook. So we've got a lot of stuff, you know, usually in the summertime, we're trying to transition to certain things like uh, possibly doing well, not possibly reloading review, long range shooting, mid range shooting. A lot of guys want to see that. We'll probably do some stuff at, you know, we might do some vlogging, uh, maybe some, some long range, ex- extreme long range shooting, like 2000 plus yards with the Norma, little things like that, that a lot of guys you know, just don't see a lot of. And it might not gain a lot of interest with our YouTube channel, but it might gain some of those guys that aren't interested in some of the other stuff that we do. And it might not. So there's a lot of, if you guys, you know, like I said, we're always open to different, different recommendations. It'll be badass either way or fun. Fun for us just because of kind of some of the stuff that we do. I mean, it's just, just, just nothing, nothing that we're trying to do. It's just normal. You know, it's just regular. So if you guys have any recommendations or any insight or anything that you'd like to see, just let me know. You know, that's all it's, it's about. It's a pretty good question right there. The, 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 which one was it? The kill boxes. Um, well, I'll tell you what, dude, we don't know everything yet on those regarding what was just read the question. Read it and I'll we'll talk about it because we'll we'll tell them real quick. That's a good question. It says how many kill boxes do you guys have and how far are they spread out from each other? Uh, I recently set up one thanks to you guys running Trijicon and my numbers haven't went way up. Haven't went or have, have have yes have okay. Well, it all depends on man. I mean, if you have one kill box, you can already figure that you're going to be pulling coyotes in from a certain from from a certain distance. Right. I don't know what that circumference is, but it's a long ways. And it's it a lot longer if you have a freaking highway. Yeah, if you have a, a migratory route, if you have a frozen river, those coyotes will, will will it's common sense, think about it. They're going to cross a river that isn't going to get them wet before they cross a river that yep. is going to yep. get them wet. Yep. Oops. And from killbox 1 to 2, it's 4 miles. 3 but, yeah, but we're, 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 no, we're, no, which one you're talking from, a, from kill box to kill. Box. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Straight, straight line. line. Yep. And, that's and, probably and, four. And probably when, four. When we set that kill box up, we know that we're pulling a whole different set or area of coyotes than kill box one. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. We're, we're not, we're not going to set up a kill box that's close enough that we think we're going to pull coyotes from another kill box. And interfere right. with one of our right. prime spots. So, right. what if you could draw a picture in in radius there with where that is and where this is, the circles are are probably not going to overlap. No, there no. may be some coyotes that will come from here. That I guarantee you, there's coyotes that come here that are living here right now that will nail that kill box. Oh yeah, and right. it's about two miles. Probably right. not a whole lot of them that are coming from that area and moving down here. No. Maybe some transients. But if you, we, we try to set them up so that if you draw a radius around those, depend the radiuses are going to always change how far, depending on your train, 
But like you said, they're probably those circles aren't going to overlap. There's not going to be much of a gap there that's going to be pulling coyotes and interfering with right. One. And so, in Killbox One, there's a river to the south, so we're gambling or thinking we're pulling a majority of our coyotes for Killbox One off that river. Exactly. And then we got the 2.0 so set up. You set up north. That's pulling them all out of a certain hill range, yes. a, a, a rolling hills. And down here to a certain extent. Yes. And then we also do have a little bit of a spot right here. Right. That I wouldn't really call a kill box. Right. That's just kind of a bonus spot. Yeah. It's kind of a little mop warm up, up. little warm yep. up area. Easy. Yep. Right. Easy spot. When right. we're doing podcasts, we could chill on the couch, watch the freaking projector and just yep. look out there. Hey, man, there's two of them out there and go do it. But then this one here, it's going to be. Yeah. This is going to be 15 miles, 10, 10, 15 miles away. Yeah. So whole it's, different deal. Yeah, different deal whole different deal so here's a guy who's asked a question i know you've never answered preferred caliber and why <laughs> well here's what's going to happen with that we're going to do a whole podcast on that 20, caliber 250 car cartridge selection yeah. bullet selection all geared for certain applications whether you're yeah. going to try to save fur there's guys dick measuring contest 243 is best it might be if you're a contest hunter why not a 300 remington well it might not kick the shit out of your shoulder but still we have a different application out here where our fur is valuable. A, a .22-250 with a fast Swiss Pro gives you the option to run lights, heavies, everything in between. So you can put thump on at a longer range or you can shoot them closer and, and, and select a, a proper bullet selection to not completely ruin fur. Everything's different, but we're going to do We're going to do a podcast on that, guys. We're going to do a podcast on specifically cartridge and bullet selection and why we use and it. AR platform to bolt action. I mean, exactly. There's, there's, That'll probably be a whole nother podcast too, because yeah. there's so much in for me. I'm, I, I, we I originally to, started with the, I, I with used the to be platform. exactly. I've always, I've, I've ran ARs from uh, dad got an AR grade school. I've always been around. I'm always liked them. Cool platform. Definitely an application for it, but we'll, we'll do a whole podcast on that. We'll probably start taking polls with you guys on, on Instagram and, and going over it. But, uh, and it doesn't hurt that you've got a thing for, AR-10s. Well, the thing know. is, is I wouldn't use AR-10s for, for coyote hunting, but just for fun, shooting shooting mid to long range. There was something else I was going to talk about, too, on the on the bullet and cartridge selection. You know, there's a, there's a lot of different options out there for that, but we'll do a whole podcast on that. We'll do a whole podcast on ARs versus bolt guns and, and anything else, too, that our guys are interested in. I, I think, you know, regarding not overlapping, not talking in circles. A lot of times when I find a dude is guys are, you're going to, even if you do say the same shit twice, guys might only catch it once. So why not? And Hey, this is what I was going to say. Cartridge selection, 22250. you know, I mean, if you guys have somebody like less that, that does what he does and his preference is that and primarily what we do our whole lives we've been running 22 250s for as long as i can remember grade school before grade school um there's probably some kind of you know there's probably some kind of directive there there's some kind of intel there that's telling you hey man guess what this cartridge is proven not because of us but because of what other guys think, a 250 is inherently accurate. It's just out of the box. I mean, you can dump shit in it. You can dump powder in it and seed a bullet, and it will shoot most of the time. Anyway, I think that's probably good. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. We'll do. 
get to the point right now where start ranting shit. So what happens? You just start talking shit. Just talking some bullshit. It's over and over. So uh <laughs> let's just end it. We'll do something different next time. If you guys, you know, just it, it, message us. Email O'Neillops at goldenwest.net. You guys can hit me up there. Sometimes I check it once every day, sometimes every other day, every few days. Depends on what's going on. We got some pretty big projects that we're trying to tie up. We do a and lot of shit on Instagram, daily, you know, stories, what have you. Sometimes, so. like, we're doing all sorts of shit, crazy shit up in the pines, fixing fence, freaking wrecking bikes, dirt bikes, uh, reloading, shooting, video stuff. Like I said, what we need to kind of start doing is maybe vlogging some stuff where it's just everyday life. I mean, it's just it's just different. I've had a lot of guys want to know, hey, man, what do you just do? You know, you're farming in or you're ranching deal. You know, I'd like to see more of that. Probably not a whole lot of guys, but a few. You never know. And then, uh, what other? What a lot of a lot of Instagram, yeah. But ask us, email us, send us messages on Instagram, whatever. Uh, you, we got a couple different platforms. Any information, any kind of uh, of recommendations, by all means. We're, we're always looking forward to doing different stuff, and if we have insight on it then we'll try to help you out. If we don't, then we'll just tell you we don't. And if it's something cool, maybe we'll try to get our hands on it. So you got your your Instagram, put a plug in. We got Keith Rissy. Your Instagram handle is? Ops underscore pro staff. Ops underscore pro staff. Be sure to follow him. You know, he's got some cool stuff. You just did a reel the other night. It's pretty badass reel. I need to get Instagram reposts so I can repost that shit. We should start doing some reels. Man, you know what you see that? All those freaking little... just constant dude just constant somebody needs to do that shit with some cool guns and some hunting stuff man anyway and then john you have what's your instagram handle o'neill ops underscore pro staffer o'neill ops underscore pro staffer baldwin will freaking do some cool gun stuff yeah dude i just started fault that's awesome to see guys like that on instagram that have millions of followers that are high strung dudes that guy's a badass and when you see him pull a gun, freaking he can do it. That guy knows his shit. He will fuck you Dude, up. It'd be cool to get somebody like that, but we're not on that level regarding uh, exposure-wise. You know, if we had a million subscribers or something, maybe we could get guys like that on. And, like, who else was I thinking of? that? Did? Oh, T-Rex? Lucas? Those guys can freaking hammer shit. That guy can freaking run a gun in as smooth as water, man. Just flows with that shit. Trigger time. Yeah. Trigger time over muscle memory, man. That's what it is. But anyway. I still got to re-zero my gun, dude. Yeah, we will. I'm going to freaking end this shit. Anyway, end her up. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you found the, the content, the podcast informative, maybe a little entertaining. Keep you hanging on. See what we come up with next. And once again, guys, my name is James O'Neill, and this has been a Predator Hunter podcast. And we are out. <laughs>